I think, I don't think, I don't think you have to, I don't think you should move in with someone to make sure the relationship is going to last before I decide if he's the one. We are back with the Happy Hour Podcast. I'm Cousin P in a place to be with May May. And today, we have a guest. Yay! Oh God. All right. We have Betsy here. Yep. Now, can I call you auntie? You can. We have Aunt Betsy here. We all family. We're Mama yeah. B. They all call me Mama <laughs> B. <laughs> well, you're Aunt Betsy to me. I am Aunt Betsy to me. Hey, we, we're all family at the table, so you're my auntie now, too. Okay. Welcome to the family. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And today, we are, um, we're going to be talking about the, I guess, traditional dating in comparison to the more modern dating. Yeah. Right. Is that, is that the best way to put it? That's the best way to put it. Okay. Old school. Yeah. And this is kind of like a, more like a reply video, I guess, in a way uh-huh. to, to our other video, you know, kind of debunking some of the, uh, myths of the old days. Yeah. You know, to, yeah, to add extra have, perspective. Have, yeah. Cause I have some views and you definitely have some views on that. So yeah. I want to see what she thinks. And I thought it was a, you know, it was a great opportunity to actually get, a true perspective, not just me and Megan's opinions on, on things. And, you know, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but you are married and you've been married for since one, the... 27 years. Wow. Yeah. That's a yeah. long time. Yeah. Long time. 1994, yeah. we got married. Okay. Congratulations. So, yeah. Thank you. That's awesome. So... It's been a, it's been one of these. Yeah. But, but that's what marriage but is. that's what... We should... We could have a whole conversation about that. Yeah, absolutely. No, <laughs> yeah, that I, I, is another gonna, podcast episode. That's no, a whole other podcast. We're going to dive into it just a little bit because I think that that wisdom can't, you know... I mean, I can't let 27 years right. of marriage just, you know... Go I can't let the, the opportunity go out the way. There so, you go. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, here at Happy Hour, we always talk about... Um, you know, things that had to do with relationships, and we do it over a meal and food, because what's the best way to commune other than with a meal of food? So, cheers. Cheers. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Yeah, thank you for <laughs> being excited here. excited to have you. Mm-hmm. Honestly, see, that was smooth. So smooth. I mean, in comparison to other tequilas we've had, right? I... <laughs> it's a little warm right here. I'm not a big drinker. <laughs> all right, all right. So I did have a couple questions for you just okay. to kind of get your – now, Megan cleared something up. She she told me originally you were a go-go dancer, but you were in a movie as a go-go dancer. Is that true? Both. Okay, you were both. 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 Wait. Okay, so okay, it, in my past life, yeah. when I was young, girl, uh-huh. 18, 19, 20 – I lived in Los Angeles. I worked at a nightclub as a go-go dancer. All right. At night. Yeah. During the day, I worked for, I was a receptionist for Corey Feldman's dad. He owned a talent agency. Okay. Yeah. And for fun, we were extras in movies. So I was in Earth Girls Are Easy Mm -hmm. with Jeff Goldblum. And in the bar scene, the nightclub scene, there are two girls in bird cages dancing. And you're one of the girls. girls. And then I was also in Donna Summer's video, music video for She Works Hard for the Buddy. Okay. And in the street oh, no. scene, in the street scene, I am the uh, waitress. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm going to go short, back and watch short, that dark now. Hair. Short, did you dark get to hair. meet both of them while doing those scenes? Yeah. Donna like, Summer, yes. We did get to meet her. Did you meet Jeff Goldblum? We did not meet him. Aww. No, we didn't get to interact with any of them. So. How was it meeting Donna Summer? 
Yeah, it was Donna Summer. Yeah. It was kind of cool. It was kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. But but I always I always wanted to be a Las Vegas showgirl. That was like okay. my dream, but I'm too short. Yeah. So. <laughs> you know, I actually, so I used to DJ back in the day, mm-hmm. and we had go-go dancers, uh-huh. and, yeah. you know, I, I can imagine, I mean, even just, like, in the 2000s, like, mm-hmm. how go-go dancers sometimes were treated or even looked at. Well, was, was it the same way, grow, in like? The, in 80, the 80s? Yeah. Because it was the 80s, so it was 80, I graduated in 84. Uh-huh. So it was 86, 87, 88-ish, right in there. Okay. Um, and... So I, I worked at, it was called Club Hollywood, okay. which was on Hollywood Boulevard, right next door to the Roosevelt Hotel, if you know anything about L.A. I'm, I'm from L.A. Okay, yeah. so I worked at Club Hollywood, and it was, I mean, I was literally up in the air in a birdcage. So nobody paid attention to us. And no we one really just, knew. No yeah. one knew who we were. Yeah, and they but, can't really see your face right. either, yeah. You know, and they, you know, they didn't, but we, I mean, we were fully clothed, mm-hmm. although it was, you know, go-go shorts. Did you guys still have the fur boots? We did not have fur okay. boots. We had pleather boots, okay. you know, so kind of thing, and lots of neon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, South you know, traditional but, go-go but, attire. But Corey Feldman, Corey Haim, Alyssa Milano, uh... Alfonso Rivera, the Silver Spoons oh, yeah. kids. They were all 15, 16, 17 <laughs> years old in those clubs. Yeah. Doing everything they shouldn't be doing, but because they oh, were celebrities. Holly- it's Hollywood, too. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, so I met a lot of cool people. Yeah. The apartment complex I lived in, Sam Kinison lived there. Andrew Dice Clay, before he was a comedian. I mean, when he was an up-and-coming yeah. comedian. They all, because they all worked at the comedy store. So you got to so, you know, rub shoulders with a lot of big names. They, before they yeah. were big names. That's really so that cool. kind of cool, yeah. Okay. Was, you know, the 80s were, the 80s were rough. So. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, I imagine, like, being a go-go dancer at the time wasn't, like, so taboo. I mean, no. it wasn't, yeah. No, I was not a stripper. I did not, you know, well, I mean, well, I'm not going to say I didn't plan a pole, but I wasn't, like, <laughs> one of those. Because there was right. a pole in the middle of it, but I wasn't. Doing that. That wasn't no, your thing. I, I, I got paid by the hour. I didn't get paid by tips. <laughs> So. <laughs> there you go. You wasn't doing any extra work. Nope, no extra work. So. Okay, so but, but it was you know it was fun. It was an extra job. That's yeah, all it was. So being around like all those like big names even before they became the big names. What was dating like at that time for you? Well, I had a boyfriend at the time. So okay, I you know was he, he jealous a lot? No, because no? he was you know I, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Term situation? No, no. We were, no, it was probably six months. Seven months. Oh, okay. No, it wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> nothing anything. serious. Yeah. Nothing serious. It ended up. I ended up moving home because I had family issues, mm. so I had to go come home. So okay, you know, kind of thing. Are you originally from Sacramento? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you yeah. went from Sacramento to, to LA, LA to, to chase a dream. Chase what, a dream. Everybody does. Yeah, everybody does just to do things different. And I was fighting with my parents, and it's like, well, I'm out. Yeah. You know. 
So I'm gonna go be a dancer in L.A. And guess hey. what? <laughs> that didn't work out. You were in a so, movie and a, mu- was, in a music you know, video. So. You did some yeah, of it at least. I, you know, I lived a dream for a while and came home and had to get like a real job. You're not pregnant, so I had to get a real job. And, mm-hmm. Well, you know, a lot of people like, can't even say they did a little bit of their yeah. dream. So that's good that you got the opportunity to do that. Yep, it was fun. I've yeah, I've lived. Everybody says I should write a book. I've lived a very interesting life. I feel like you should write a book. I feel like that'd be very interesting. <laughs> I've I've lived an interesting life. I do have a question. Mm-hmm. So, what overall was your experience dating, and what was your worst date? Oh, okay. So overall experience, there were a lot of. I would say there were a lot of. I'm trying to think what the word is. <laughs> fun times. Uh-huh. We'll say fun times. I had a lot of fun dating, but. I never was, like, in serious relationships. Mm-hmm. I'd say I had I had one serious relationship in high school. And I'd say Shane, my husband, is my second, like second serious, yeah. real, true, serious, serious relationship. Okay. It was, there were a lot of five, six, seven, eight-month relationships, but nothing... That stuck. That stuck. Yeah. You know, for numerous reasons. You know, bad choices on my part, you know. And that happens. I mean, that's being young. People move. Well, that's a part of dating and stuff. Yeah, you just yeah exactly. Do whatever. They're, they're all perfect in the beginning. But also, I don't think I was ready to settle down until right. I was older. You know, I didn't, I didn't, when did we get, we met when I was 26. Shane okay. And I met when I was 26. Oh, yeah, that's really young. So, and I had lived, I mean, I got pregnant with Matt when I was, I had him when I was 21. So, mm-hmm. I had my oldest son when I was 21. And... We're not going to get into that, but because that was not actually a relationship, it was not a good situation. Yeah. But I made the best out of the situation. And, um, yeah, I just was not ever ready to, I wasn't ready to settle down. Yeah. You know? So you, so. you said something real interesting. Because one of the things that we, we talked about with modern dating was how, and, and we, we can only go off our perspective, right? Right. How like right now it seems like there's such you know such a big hookup culture mm-hmm. in modern dating, mm-hmm. and you said you know you were out having fun, and yeah. it sounds like that, I mean if I talk to people from the eighties, yeah. it sounds like everybody was everybody having was fun. Everybody was hooking up. Right. Everybody was hooking up. So, but we weren't doing it on Tinder. <laughs> we weren't swiping right or swiping left. We were doing it in the bars. Right. You had to meet. Club. You actually you had, had to, to meet somebody. Meet them. Yeah. Like, who are you going home with? Right. Like, who are you waking up with? You know. You actually had to <laughs> like them a little yeah, bit. A little, yeah. Well, you know, there was a lot of alcohol. Well, that's what I was about to say. Drugs, drugs yeah. too. You know, drugs. You have those filters little, on. Everyone looks good. Yeah. There were a lot. There was, you know. <laughs> we used to. We used to. Oh God, how old are you? I'm 30. I just 30. turned 30. Okay, yeah. so you guys don't know this club, but your mom will know this. There's used to be a club called El Dorado Saloon. Okay. Which is off of, like, Marconi somewhere. It's, it burned down years and years and years ago. And it was kind of like Stoney's. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because um, you could be 18 and older. Got it. But you had a wristband on if you were 21. Right. So you could drink. Okay? And my girlfriends and I lived, when I moved back home from L.A., my girlfriends and I lived down the street from the El Dorado Saloon. So yeah. we were there all the time. And that was like our, our hangout. And um, on Friday and Saturday nights, they had live bands. So That's how you meet people? Oh, yeah. My girlfriend that I lived with was a fucking drug dealer. Mm-hmm. And so 
Oh yeah, you, you guys know, had direct the, part, the after party. You had direct access to the bands. I already know that life. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know that life. I know that. I partied with Tesla when they were oh, a local man. band. Yeah, you know, and and Courtney played volleyball with one of the the guitar players' daughter when Storm was dating Courtney. Oh yeah, and I yeah. saw him at a volleyball game for his daughter, and I'm like, oh well, my yeah, god. Yeah, was it those one of those situations? Me? You know, oh, yeah, okay. no, it was not. Never, you know, hooked up with him, but. I mean, but there were local bands yeah. that were around, and the, everybody partied at our house. Yeah, you know what I mean. So we we had a we had we had an in with you know what was available or needed to be available to party. Right. And we had the means to have every, and we would we would party till five in the morning, get up and go to work. Right. You know. <laughs> so, yeah. but but if you wanted to hook up that. with someone, you could hook up with someone. <laughs> I mean, I I. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. So. Do you think the hookup culture is bigger now or bigger back then? I think it's, I it's probably bigger now mm-hmm. because of social media, mm-hmm. of the access. More the access to and, it. More access to it, yeah, because if you didn't get up and go out to meet someone, to hook up with someone, yeah. you weren't at a bar. You weren't meeting anybody to hook up with. They didn't have Starbucks. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, all that was just starting. You, you actually had to have some social skills. You had to skills. have some social skills. Yeah, you, and you had to had get to out go there. To a bar and be pretty or, you know, at least cute and and be, yeah. go up and say, dude, buy me a drink, you know. Right. Oh, you're buying this drink tonight, you know. But for I mean, the guys, you had to deal with some rejection. You, you did. Yeah. You did. You know, so. that's all part of it. I was talking to my dad and he was saying the same thing you were saying yeah. about like the access. And he was like, when you're someone's talking about how they can't meet somebody, go to the grocery store. Yeah. Go to the bar. He's mm-hmm. like, I don't know where else you could go. He's Laundromat. like, Those... <laughs> I said the library. <laughs> no, you're not going to go to the library because you gotta, shh, yeah. can't talk to them. You can whisper, you can whisper sweet nothings in their ear. You know, so unless, I mean, unless you were in college and mm-hmm. you met someone in a classroom, it was a bar. Yeah. And that's we true. were, we were. You know, that's what we did. We were at the bar every night, yeah. you know, so. You know, one thing that me and Megan always debate about is how different things were back then mm-hmm. versus now. Yeah. And, you know, the argument that we make, you know, obviously I do think things are different, but I think the skew isn't that huge. No, right? no, I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. I don't think it's, I don't think it's that different. Keep in mind when I, okay, so we'll talk about my husband. So mm-hmm. when I met Shane. We were we met on a blind date. Okay. So oh, that's cute. Uh, we're gonna kind of yeah. I had a pager. Yeah, I, mean, I remember had, pagers. So he lived <laughs> with his he lived with his best friend's family, mm-hmm. and Brenda, Ma, Nana. Yeah. Okay. So so his best friend's mom is Brenda, and she's like my second mother in law. And they had one of those Motorola cell phones, you know, the you know, one of the you, you know, a cell in the box. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, the one that you had yeah, to yes, carry around. Yes, I'm not uh. kidding. That was a real thing, you yeah. know. But I had a pager, mm-hmm. you know. So if I wasn't at home on my landline, he would page me, you know. And then you had to call. Yeah, I had to call him back, and there, I'll tell you the whole story oh about God. that. But. See, yeah, I we think met that's on a character blind building. date. We met on a blind date. Yeah. So, and he's five years younger than me. Okay. So he had turned twenty-one mm-hmm. two days before I met him. Okay. And I was twenty-six with a kid. That's biracial. All right. So I'm like, oh no, my my girlfriend called me and she goes, oh my god, I met the perfect guy for you. 
And I said, really? And she goes, yeah, he's a dick, but you're going to love him. <laughs> she goes, I think you're going to love him. She oh, said, he's a dick to me, but funny. I think you're going to love him. And at the time, I was hooking up with somebody else mm-hmm. that happened to be moving to Oklahoma. So it was like a short-term thing. We met at a country bar, you know. You and Shane? Well, me and Aaron, the other guy. Okay. So I was... Doing my thing with him. We were him. hooking up with Aaron. I was hooking up with Aaron. But then you were going to have a blind says, date with Shane. I'm happy you meet Shane because I knew Aaron was leaving anyway, yeah. so it wasn't long term. You know what I mean? So, and I was like, oh, all right, he's kind of young. I don't know. So, but we ended up meeting, and I was like, yeah, no, he's very, he was very quiet. Mm-hmm. He didn't dance, and I'm very social. Yeah. Very yeah, outgoing. You are. But opposites, opposites attract. Well, I said, you know, I don't know. He did kind of look like he did because he kind of had like a mullet kind of thing. Uh-huh. Did he really? But he kind of looked like pictures of this. He kind of looked like top Tom Cruise in, in Top business, Gun? Risky Business. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? Because he, he and, and you know, he was not what he looks like now. Mm-hmm. You know, because we're obviously, you know, 30 Age. years older. <laughs> but he was cute. <laughs> but he was very shy and he, he didn't drink. Mm-hmm. He didn't, you know, and I'm a smoker. And, you know, I've been smoking since See, I was 16. And that was probably the smoker, right balance. drinker, Dancer, partier, outgoing, shy, didn't drink, didn't smoke. Opposite the track, didn't party, though. didn't dance, and I'm like, all right, you know. So anyway, we we did, you know, we mm-hmm. met, we did our thing, and he says, you know, do you want to go out again? And I said, okay, you know. So we set a date for two for like that was we met on like a Thursday night or something. So yeah. I said, okay, so we'll go out a couple days later. Went to TGI Fridays. Oh. So you know that was the place to go. Yeah. <laughs> And so we go to dinner, and I ordered Jack and Coke, mm-hmm. and dinner, and he ordered milk. She knows the story. <laughs> yes, he ordered I do. milk. Okay. And I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> you know? Okay, we're gonna do this. So yeah. then, so then, you know, we had, but we had a good conversation, and he's an old soul, and I really did like that about him. But there wasn't a lot of chemistry, mm-hmm. I guess, if you would say. I mean, he was a nice guy, right? But. You didn't have a lot in common. There was a lot we of things lot that, of co- yeah. No, I mean, because it was it was almost yeah. two yes. different spectrums. Yes. It sounds like, and, and I think I was in a different place in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, because I was twenty six. I had a five year old. I wanted to settle down and kind of. I was like, I don't want to do this yeah. anymore. It's time to, you know. And he was in college and working as a security guard, and you know, I mean, doing construction. I'm like, yeah. oh, he's young. He just barely turned 21. Then he goes to pay for dinner. Mm-hmm. And I look, and his name is Shane. Uh-huh. Okay? I look, and he puts his card down. It says, Michael. And I'm like, who the fuck is Michael? Is that his dad's <laughs> credit card? You know, because, yeah. you know, whatever. Well, Michael's his first name. He just goes by, by Shane. Shane. This is middle so second. I was like, oh, I don't know. So anyway, so, you know, and he goes, do you want to go out? Yeah, whatever. You know, we'll go out. So we kind of, we're talking and everything, but Aaron was still on the back burner because he hadn't gone to Oklahoma yet. Mm-hmm. So Aaron and I go out of town <laughs> for the weekend, one last raw before before he moves. Right. And I guess Shane had been paging me the whole or calling me Aww. or trying to pay, and I didn't respond because oh, you're out of my town. Own thing. So like two weeks later, I get a phone call from his friend, Brent Maddox Mag- MacGyver. Okay. I call him MacGyver. <laughs> but um, Brent called and said, "Hey, you know." what's the deal? Do you not want to go out with Shane anymore? You know, he's been trying to call you. And I said, well, number one, I've been out of town. You know, he didn't know about right. the other, but number one, I've been out of town. You know, I've been busy. Number two, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. So, but, you know, yeah, I'd go out with him again. And he goes, okay, because, you know, he wasn't going to call you if you didn't 
respond to him. Because Shane was like, done. If she's not going to call me back, why am I going to waste my so time? So he saw something so in you. Brent, yeah. obviously. So I thanked him at our wedding. I'll tell you what. But we met in March. We got engaged in October and got married a year later. Hey, let's clap it up for Brent and Shane. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's good. Yep. That's an awesome story. You guys complement each other so well. So it's so funny that you say that you guys really didn't have any chemistry because you guys are such a good team now. Yeah, and it, we it have, took we, a long it time. It took a long time, but it's funny because I have a friend, a very, very good friend of mine who's a witch. <laughs> She's a white witch, but but she reads tarot cards. Okay. And so like a week after... Oh, she's a literary she's, witch. She's, yeah, she's, okay. She's a practicing <laughs> okay. witch. Okay, I, I thought she's, this was no, a metaphor for something. No, she's a white witch. She's a practicing white witch. We, we, you know, she lives across the street from me, Sharon. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The one yeah. with the snake, the one with the big snake. Yes, oh, yeah. Man. Anyway, um, she did my tarot cards right after I met Shane, right after she met him. And she said, you know, you're going to marry this one. And I was like, no. No, I'm not going to marry him. Mm. You know, I said, this is, we, no, no. But little do there's you no, know. You no, know, no, you know. Yeah. But, but, and, and, but I did things differently with him. Yeah. Than I did before. Because before it was like, you, you go on a date, there's chemistry, things look good. You know, yeah, I'll have sex with him the next time. Absolutely. I mean, I was not, I was not a good girl for a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but after the other one that went to Oklahoma, I was like, you know, the next one I sleep with is going to be the one. And so we did not have sex for about three months. And I remember sitting at a bar with him and his friends, Kenny, actually his friend Kenny Mm -hmm. owned a bar at one point off of sunrise. And we were sitting there like a sports bar and we were sitting there talking and he goes, you know, What's the deal? Are you guys going to ever hook up or whatever? And we've been dating for a yeah. couple months. So, hey, Kenny, how do you even know who we have? Well, you know, Shane's probably complaining. Guys, he's like, guys, man, I'm waiting. Yeah, and and well, oh, we went man. we went to Great America. Mm-hmm. Remember Great America? You know, down in. Everybody get a hookup yeah. story. Okay. Well, no, we went to Great America uh-huh. and slept in the same bed. Spent the night. We went the night before. Slept in the same and bed. Nothing. And we did not have sex. You know, I think I think a lot of couples nowadays don't realize how important that is. You know, yeah. like I, I I do think, regardless of what era you look at, yeah. there was always somewhat of a hookup culture. Yeah. But now, like, I feel like if you like somebody, you have to sleep with them. That, that's kind of like the mindset nowadays. Yes. But when you when you wait, whether it's you know three months, six months, however long you guys are comfortable with, yeah. it forces you to like the person for who they are. Well, yeah. not just like the person for who they are, but like what you do with your time, you know, yeah. like, like you're in the bed next to somebody, you know, you can't sleep together. What are we going to do with this time? Yeah. Well, shit, we're going to talk. We're going to talk. Exactly. You know, like, exactly. We're going to, we're going to have deep conversations. Yeah. We're going to break the ground on something that I wouldn't have known. Yeah. If I, we just had, you know, had sex, sex and rolled over and went to sleep. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But we, so that was, we went there, we, you know, we went to great America. Then we were sitting at the bar with Kenny and Kenny said, you know, what's the deal? You guys, and I said, look, this is what I said. The next guy that I sleep with is going to mm-hmm. put a ring on my finger. Mm-hmm. Is it because I'm done playing the field? Yeah. I'm ready to, I'm 26 years old. I'm ready to settle down, you know, blah, 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 blah. And he says, well, what if it came out of a gumball machine? And I said, if I knew <laughs> that he loved me. You would do it. I would absolutely do it. Okay. So Shane went to the gumball machine, spent $1.25. Oh, man. Got a ring out of a gumball machine. 
and set this whole romantic night up, and that was the first time we slept together, and it was the first time he told me he loved me, and he gave me the gumball, and then he oh, gave me a promise wow. ring. But that was like two, three months into it. Yeah. It's the, it's, I love that story. Yeah. It's the cutest and thing. I, I love it. I still have that ring. Have you told anybody about this? I swear they've made Everybody. movies about this. Well, they they had to have. That'd be a really good I'm, lifetime I'm go, movie. I'm yeah. telling you. I yeah, like you gotta pitch stuff. that somewhere. Yeah. And, then, and then when we when we ended up moving in together right before we got married, mm-hmm. he was moving out of the house because he was living at Brenda's. Mm-hmm. He was moving out of the house, and I remember cleaning everything off of his dresser, and there was a yeah. little post-it note on his mirror, and it had whatever the date was, right? We'll say March, April, May, June. So we'll say June 17th, 1993. Mm-hmm. First time I told her I loved her. He had written that and oh. put it. I know. And I still have one. that. <laughs> I still have that. <laughs> so, that's, that's so funny. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't picture Shane doing Shane a sticky was, note like that, but that's so sweet. He's very, very romantic. He was, he was way more romantic. I don't know about you because you're married. Oh. Now, but he was way more romantic when we were dating than now than now now he says if you want something go buy it <laughs> that's romantic to you know, me i don't know what you know, you're talking you about it, go buy it. you know I, I don't think i've gotten to that point yet yeah. but it's romance in different ways mm-hmm. the way i'm romantic has changed mm-hmm. so i would say like at the beginning of our relationship like before we were married i was way more spontaneous mm-hmm. and i think it was because you know, finances were separated, mm-hmm. right? So if I went and spent money, it wasn't right. her money that I was spending. Right. It was my money, right. right? So she couldn't really be bothered by right. it. Um, you know, she. I have two kids as well, right? Right. So she immediately became a stepmother. Right. But she wasn't as involved in the kid's life at that time. Right. So if I need to, you know, send the kids to grandma's house in order to right. take her on a date, that was okay. But yeah. now I have to be romantic in very different ways. Right. And it's usually in... Hey, babe, you can get whatever you want. All right. 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 That's <laughs> like, what he tells me. If you want a Louis Vuitton, go buy one. Yeah. Oh, I'll take you to get it. You know, like, or like, you know, and, and my wife, she's, she's very vocal mm-hmm. about her feelings. She's, you know, like mm-hmm. if she's feeling something, she'll let me know. Yeah. Right. Or if she has a complaint, she'll, yeah. <laughs> she'll definitely complain. I am And yeah. I'm such a fixer, mm-hmm. you know, so like anytime she complains without me even telling her, like, I'll go and fix it. Right. You know, like, Hey, I need new clothes. Like, she'll complain about that. Like, right. and then I'll come home with clothes. Like, okay. here you go. Well, so that's the type of, like, romantic, like, things uh-huh. I do now. But I don't know. Maybe once I get to your point, 27 years, <laughs> like, <laughs> those well, romance other, looks I, like that. I'll then. tell you, for, what was it, Valentine's Day a couple years ago, this bag, actually, this, this purse that I have, mm-hmm. he sent me a screenshot. And he goes, so, if I happen to be at Louis Vuitton mm-hmm. and this purse was available, would you want the red inside or the cream? You know what I mean? What color would you want on the inside? He's trying to, yeah. You know, and I'm like, well, if you just happen to be there and it's three days before Valentine's Day, I would like the red one, you know, or I'll send him a screenshot. I did that with my engagement ring. I actually, we didn't have phones, but... You know, you get the bridal magazines. Yeah. I he said he was like a Boy Scout, Boy Scout, so he would always be prepared. Yeah. He goes because we used to go to lunch. I used to work um, for a doctor when we were dating, and work for a doctor across the street from Mercy San Juan. So there was Taco Bell down the street. So exactly. he would come have lunch with me, and we would go to Taco Bell. We used to always go to Taco Bell, mm-hmm. and I would always look at, and I saw an ad for Zales. And there was this ring, and I ripped it out. And yeah. I said, this is the ring I want. If you were going to propose. <laughs> if you're going to do you it. Know, if you're going to do it, 
this is what I want. And See, that's so, what I wish I did. See, yeah. I, I didn't do it that way. Yeah. I just went, you know, well, like she would, she told me what she would like. Right. So then I went just based off of her description mm-hmm. and I bought the ring, but. Yeah. Three rings and two upgrades later. There we go. So. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it was not an engagement ring. It was almost like a cocktail ring. Okay. My ring, but I want, it was so pretty and it was just a bunch of little tiny diamonds, but it had the prettiest design. You yeah. Did have it? No, no, no. We traded it in. Got this one that had a half carat in it. Then we upgraded the center stone to a carat and a half. And then these are two anniversary bands that I got. One for 10 years, one for... 20? For when he was bad. The makeup one. This is the makeup one. Uh-oh. And then this one I just got for Christmas, and it's a three carat. Ooh, that's nice. beautiful. But that I've been wanting this one yeah. for seven years. I've yeah. been asking for this since our 20-year anniversary. That's a, that's a celebrity. Yeah. That's a celebrity <laughs> ring right there. So, so, I, it. I finally got it. I'm, so I'm done now. There I we go. It. All right. Well, we're going to change paces here a little bit. Uh, I have a couple questions just to get your perspective mm-hmm. on things. What is the biggest difference that you see in today's society with dating versus how dating was when you were coming up or when you were dating? Because now you're not dating yeah. anymore. Convenience. <laughs> I think convenience. Mm. Uh, because you can you can sit on your couch and date. Yeah. Now. Okay. I mean, literally, there's dating apps for everybody. You have the yeah. opportunity to meet someone anywhere versus back then you had to go somewhere to meet yeah. somebody. Yeah. I, I definitely I, agree. I, I think, and that's just, you know, society and as a whole. Yeah. You know, because of Wi-Fi and our apps and every, you know, just social media, whatever. I think, I think that it's just, it's just easier to meet people now, whether it's a hookup or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, for anything. You can meet anybody for anything now. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. Listen to this. I just want to hear what your opinion is. Okay. Okay. Because you just said something and it. I haven't had a lot of time to chew this thought over, mm-hmm. but now it kind of makes sense. So one of the things that me and Megan talked about in one of the podcasts, and we'll kind of play a clip, was I said that I think right now it's harder for men in the dating world versus women because women have more options because, as you said, everyone has access, right? Mm-hmm. If I want to talk to you, I don't have to be at the same place right. that you are. Right. Right? So because of that level of access – that men now have to certain women, do you think that that is the reason why a lot of women nowadays, or would you think that would be the reason why a lot of women nowadays turn more opportunities down to date versus what they would have taken in the past? Because you and Shane's story kind of sounds like a story that could happen but doesn't happen now because everyone's meeting on social media instead of actually – Meeting them face to face. Yeah. What do you What do you think about that? What's I, I I would say that I tend to agree with that. Okay. Um. Primarily because I think there's so much out there. Yeah. There's but but it works for men too, but I do I do agree that women can be. More picky. Does that make sense? Yeah. They don't have to settle. They don't, they don't to want to settle. settle and they, they have they more standards. Right. 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 But men can do that too. It's whether they choose to or not. Right. You know what I mean? Because there's so much opportunity for everybody now. Mm-hmm. Like you're sitting on your couch. 
swipe, 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 swipe. But it's still your preference. Right. You know, are you attracted to somebody that's tall, dark, and handsome? Or are you attracted to someone that's a little quirky and a little heavy? Right. You know, I mean, watch all the reality shows. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. Well, here's a question for you, Megan. So, before mm-hmm. you got into a relationship, mm-hmm. on average, how many messages would you say would be in your inbox that you wouldn't open? Oh, I have a ton. I still get them. Right. Would you say that's because of the amount of people that are trying to reach you or the type of people they are, right? Like, is it something where, like, before you're opening the message or responding to them, whether you're choosing to do so or not, are you vetting them first and going, okay, this is someone I would talk to? Or is it, hey... Another message. Oh, man, I don't want to open that. Oh, no, I bet. Like, if I'm single, okay. I'm going to take a look because if they're cute or I find something that's appealing, I will call my back to respond. Yeah. So it is preferences. Absolutely. It's, it's totally yeah, preferences. Yeah. yeah, totally. Because I'm not going to respond to everyone, but there have been people I have responded to in the past. Yeah. So, but not definitely not everybody. Yeah. And, no. you know, and to be honest, and that's like one of my biggest beefs with online dating is that one if you do it for so long right those social skills that you had in high school because in high school you had to be around people right Right. so you develop social skills there and then now as an adult you know five years in adulthood if all your interactions are on the internet it makes it harder to even date like even if you even if you have you know even if you get you know get a fish on your hook Mm -hmm. you know and now she says yes and hey i want to go out and actually you know Let's go on a date. You have to sit across from each other and have a conversation instead of doing this. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean? You can be really char- like really charismatic. I think that's the right word. You can be have a really, really good like texting conversation with somebody, but in person be the most boring, boring person, person ever. Can't exactly. hold a conversation, doesn't make eye contact, like no social skills whatsoever. But text great and can really hold a conversation. It's yeah. really weird to see the switch up when people are like that because you wouldn't expect it. Yeah, no. Because I, well, because when you're texting, and I hate texting. I, I love I hate, texting. I, well, I mean, I text because it's convenient, mm-hmm. but I would much rather have a conversation with someone on a phone. And Me too. Don't call each other anymore. No. I miss. I I love. I, I love I, talking I, on the phone. Yes, love it. I do too. It's my I favorite. That's why you voice message me on, on oh, Snapchat. Okay, Heather calls me old because I do that. But I don't care. It's so much easier. I can voice my emotion because you can't tell emotion. Exactly. And, that's true. And that's one thing. And I take stuff wrong all the time. Do you? Yeah. Sometimes. Okay. So, yeah. So, you sometimes I do. absolutely read something wrong on a text. We all yeah. do. I do it, too. I yeah. do. That That's key- why it's like, pick up the phone. I'm going to call you. You know what I mean? Have yeah. you seen that Key and Peele sketch? Which one? The one where they're texting and the, and he's, like, texting all this, like, really, really nice conversation. And the other guy's reading it out of, like, out of context. Okay. He's getting all mad. And no, he's like, how dare one. you say that to me? And the other guy's just like, oh, yeah. That sounds nice. And it's, it's just, it, you have to watch it. It is hilarious. It's so funny, and that's exactly what texting is, and that's why I prefer a phone call 100%. Yeah. Yes. I'll have to see that one. No, I mean, I'm surprised I, you haven't I, I seen do that. I do agree. I do agree that people take texts out of context, but it's 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 funny because, like, I, I don't ever think you take mine out of context. If you don't put an LOL, sometimes you just sound a little too serious. Like, And maybe that's why everyone puts LOL after everything. I Which do, because it makes it... You shouldn't have to. <laughs> right, or <laughs> exclamation points. Right, right, but right. that's how, for me, LOL <laughs> is like... God forbid you speak... And text. I, oh, I even yeah. does that. 
Oh my god, it's so you do that. I do that. You do that. I should read you some of his because I can decipher them. <laughs> yeah. But other people are like, <laughs> what the fuck? You know, or he'll be driving and speaking and talking to me about something, and then he'll be all, "What the f?" Because he's <laughs> someone pulled in front of him or whatever. Yeah. You know? Oh, he's I actually mean, using the the oh, little acronyms. Like, oh, not, well, no, he's saying he says WTF. No, oh, no, okay. no, 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 no. He no. he doesn't hold back. He does not yeah. censor right. himself. No, we, no, not at all. My my girlfriend's <laughs> daughter. My girlfriend and her daughters went camping with us, and they're like churchy girls. Yeah. And the girls are like 10 and 12, and one of them, the older one, said, Mom, he said the F word 28 times so far today. <laughs> she killed it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, she does it every time. Every time. Funny. Every time. You know, but the, the, he is who he is, so. You know. I love Uncle Sean. I love, I love yeah. him, too. I love him too. Hold on. One thing I want to say though, with the LOL to the end of the text, that is like the way to show emotion in text. LOL. Or an emoji. Emoji, yes, you can do that too, but like, my dad's not very good at emojis, so LOL. Yeah, and you got to make sure they don't take it the wrong way. You can't use a laughy face with the crying eyes anymore because apparently you're old if you use that emoji. Really? You haven't heard that? Oh, I guess yeah, so yeah, that well, laughing face with the emoji. Megan, I'm not old. really on the internet like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you ask my like, like I'm serious. Like, I asked my sister about it to confirm because I saw yeah. it on a TikTok and I was like, no. Who, I was who like, makes this these is, rules? Exactly. Who's the president? Generation Z, the young ones. <laughs> oh no, the I'm ones not... that are in charge of TikTok so, and all right now. So, which now? one are you supposed to use now if you're laughing? I have no idea. It's a secret. <laughs> None. I um, but I still use that. I don't care. I will always use it because I think it's hilarious. Because that shows emotion. I'm laughing so hard I'm crying. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. Is that what that. That's what that means? Yeah, it's like hilarious. <laughs> it's like laugh my fucking ass off is basically what it means. Yeah. That's L-M-A-F-O, right? Laugh. L-M-A-F-O. Laughing my fucking... Yeah, laugh, yeah. yeah. L-M-A-F-O. L-M-A-F-O. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm trying not to... So, I mean, we, yeah. we, we, we curse <laughs> again on this podcast. <laughs> I'm trying not to because you two, they, they penalize us every time I we see, do. I'm trying so. to be good. That's why I said F. It's hard. It's really hard. Because I'm a potty mouth. Because I'm married to a potty mouth. Yeah. Oh yeah, so, for sure. Hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's like your first language. When Storm was born, <laughs> when my son was born, his best friend Shane's best friend came and held him. And he said, "Say shit, say shit," because he wanted to, his first word to be that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because that's the way they are. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I do. Ha- I do have a question. Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to tradition, you know, in, in progressive culture. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when people think of tradition, they, they usually think of traditional roles as well. Fine. Okay. Do you abide by traditional roles in your marriage? Or is it, do, do you guys just have established roles based on whatever your strengths are, whatever your weaknesses are? Is well, that kind of your well, thing? I don't think we you guys do. We have traditional roles. Okay. To a point. Got it. Um, I always work, I always say I have the real job mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I have a Monday through, well, not anymore. I work at the hospital, but mm-hmm. when we were in the beginning, I worked Monday through Friday. I had medical insurance, um, and you know, I took care of the kids and blah, 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 blah. He worked construction, started his own, well, he was in the military number one, so he was gone a lot, but then he worked construction and he ended up starting his own construction company about three years into our marriage. Okay. And so that gave him the flexibility to kind of take on the role of stay at home dad. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, that makes perfect he sense. That's what I am. The, he went to all the, 
doctor's appointments. If I couldn't get the time off, he would always take them to the doctor. I mean, mm-hmm. when they were little, yeah. I did, obviously, because I was home with them. But um, when I went back to work, he he and, and he, he coached. He was their little league coach. He was their youth football coach. He was a right. wrestling coach. I mean, I remember all that. Every single football game, every baseball game, every, I mean, he did, he was, if, if I couldn't do, but he made sure that he worked his schedule right. around whatever the kids were doing. Right. So he does the laundry. He washes. I fold because I hate to do laundry. Mm-hmm. I don't particularly like to cook. Um, he does most we, of the cooking. We split that. Yeah. But. I, we also now, well, growing up, Shane cooks. Shane cooks. He likes to grill. He likes to grill. He likes to grill, but he does. Yeah. He can cook. He can fend for himself a hundred percent. But um, we work opposite shifts now. Yeah. So when the kids were growing up, yes, I did most of the cooking because I would get off work and 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 then I would cook and he would still be at practice with them. So whatever. But now he works during the day and I work swing shifts, so I go to work at three o'clock. Right. You know, till midnight. So. He cooks for himself and does his own thing. But I've been off work since the middle of January because I had shoulder surgery. Uh-huh. So I'm like, even though I don't have any kids at home, I'm staying. I'm like, I'm home. How are you liking that? Dude, I love it. I don't. Yeah. Want to, I have to go back to work on April 10th, and it's killing me. Like, I do not yeah. want to go. Yeah, I don't want to go. Just fall again. Huh? Just <laughs> She's about, very clumsy, so it's I very believable. About, I, I, I actually um, fell over my pot belly pig. That's why I had shoulder surgery because oh, I wow. tore my rotator cuff. Is that how you did that? I fell over pork chop. Oh, <laughs> he was probably wanting some food and would not I get out of your way. I steps outside oh, no. in the backyard. He's but, so um, big. He's, he's huge. No. He's huge what you guys have, uh, so I have that too. I mean, that's actually exactly what our relationship yeah. is. I'm, I'm a real estate agent, yeah. so I get to work my schedule yeah. so around. Your wife whatever. has the real job. She does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She does. She yeah. works the nine to five, you know, for uh, a financial company, and then I get to work mm-hmm. my schedule around. But I do all the cooking. I, you know, I take my kids to whatever they want to do, you know, extracurricular mm-hmm. activities and stuff. Um, but that seems, to be honest, abnormal, even for now. And one of the things that I really wanted to, I mean, maybe you disagree, but I really wanted to debunk that myth because that even in the generation before us, Mm -hmm. that gender roles were really like this hard pressed thing. Like, you know, the average marriage had, you know, the wife in the kitchen and she was doing the cooking and she was staying at home. And I don't. Oh, God, I don't know I anybody I, who grew I up like that. I wish I could have stayed at home. Yeah. I wish I stayed at home for six months when Storm was born. And the only reason I went back to work was mm-hmm. because I needed a new car. Right. And he says, well, if you need a new car, then you have to get a job because we can't afford a car payment without it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and don't get me wrong. He was working two jobs. He was working construction because Storm was my honeymoon baby. So we got married in October and had him in <laughs> July. Yeah. Okay. So, and we already had Matt who was sick. So, you know, we had storm and, and I got to stay home with him for six months and it was great, but we, we needed a new car. So it's like, well, I got a part-time job. Right. And I was very fortunate though, because my mom watched my kids. So I didn't have to pay for daycare, you know? And so in my time, and even with your mom, because your mom and dad have been married as long as we have. Yeah. Um, our anniversaries are a couple days day like, apart, a day, apart. A day yeah. apart, and a year apart. Um, she worked the whole time. She worked, yeah. She worked the whole she time. Worked she the whole worked time. at Rayleigh's in Delhi. I don't think there's. A, and she went to school. Yeah, I don't. 
I don't, you had to have two incomes right. because you got to put your kids in daycare. I, right. I feel know? like that gender roles is a little bit older than what Betsy's generation was. I feel like it was more hard pressed. My mom never your, worked. My mom never yeah. worked like a day for in her, her life. Her, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like your mom's well, generation would the, be more that. Yeah. Because my mom and dad are the same as you. Yeah. They both work the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Well, the reason why I wanted to even bring up this question in the first place because, you know, when, when advice is given mm-hmm. to our generation or and even the younger generation, a lot of times we kind of turn our nose up to at the advice because we tend to think, oh. They're old-fashioned. They don't know they what they're talking about. The, the old-fashioned way, and, you know, dad works and mom never did. It was like, but did your dad work and your mom never worked? No. Okay. Yeah. Then you might want to receive this advice because I think it's still, uh, you know, applicable to yeah. what's going on even today. Yeah. How but, many of your friends growing up, though, had two parents in their household? I personally think... You know, not... Your generation... The two parents that were together, like being, yeah. you know, that were together the whole time. Right. It's rare. I would it say. It's rare. I would yeah. say out of my friends, I would say about 30% of my friends had two parents. Yeah. And then the rest of them had either one parent yeah. or maybe a step parent. And I, yeah. and I even fall into that. So I yeah. have, I have a step parent, but you know, my, my stepdad came in my life when I was six months old. Right. So I don't so really, I don't know any different, yeah, you know, your dad. Yeah. but, um, yeah, no, that's, that's a, that's a really good yeah, point. You gotta think yeah. about that. So and, yeah, and yeah. even, even with two parents in the household, you still have to have two incomes. You always, we always had to have two incomes, you know, or else it was hard. The only reason I wasn't able, to, I didn't have to work with Storm was because we had a roommate. Right. Living so with he us helped with when the we bills. first got married, mm-hmm. you know, because our rent was, $800 a month right? for a four-bedroom house in Foothill Farms. Yeah. That sounds and nice. we still needed a roommate. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, because, you know, he was working construction and delivering pizzas for Pizza Hut at night. Right. And then I was working full-time making 15, thir- I wasn't even making that, maybe $13 an hour. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, you still had to have two incomes. Yeah. You know, we didn't have a lot of bills as far as, I mean, our bills now are way different than our bills then, you know. Absolutely. But we have a lot of toys. Shoot, even and the bills like far, five years ago were yeah, different than now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's you crazy. Know, but, I mean, we also make six figures. Yeah. But combined. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe not on paper for him, but but combined, you know, we make, we work very hard for our money though. Yeah. So, and so we were able to afford our kids a lot of luxuries that their friends did not have. Yeah. So, now, now how many I stayed home? Absolutely, I would have, but it wasn't feasible. Yeah. Now, how many kids do you have? Three. Okay. Three, three so, boys. Three boys. Three girls. Got it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so when, when yeah. we grew up. Our mom's, her mom and her, Stephanie and I worked together. Mm-hmm. That's how we met. And then we said, oh, my God, our husbands are going to love each other. So <laughs> they're like go best friends. Yeah. And we went out to dinner. And then next thing you know. They're best friends. Our kids were five, six, seven, and eight. Okay. Mm-hmm. My oldest was in middle school, almost high school. And Brooke wasn't even born yet. Got it. Her youngest sister yeah, wasn't yeah. born yet. Brooke so. wasn't born yet. Yeah. Okay. So it okay. was, it's like the, the missing puzzle pieces. Cause it was yeah. boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl for the ages. So it was like the next mm-hmm. person. It yeah. was, I thought it was pretty cool growing yep. up. Yep. Yeah. No. Chase wanted to marry Rihanna. Oh. When, when, <laughs> oh, oh, why are you up, 
why we became yeah. friends. That's yeah, that is the reason why. Oh my. Oh my God. When he was, when he met her, he's like, I'm gonna marry her someday. For the longest time until she went off to college. That uh, is hilarious. I love Rihanna. Oh She's God. such a good person. Yeah. But um, okay, so yeah, you have three sons now. As mom, did you? Even now, do you play a role at all with, with, you know, lending them advice in dating? Or do they I, kind of vent to you at all about things that are going on in their dating life? Well, I only have one that's not married. Okay. So Matt is married. Oh, there we go. Matt's so you two married, for, you two for Chase three. Chase got married. Storm I have always worried about, my middle one. Yeah. Storm is my <sighs> sensitive one. Yeah. So when he was little, you know, when he was growing up, you would look at him and he would cry. Mm-hmm. You know, he'd get in trouble. He'd say, "Mommy, you're hurting my heart." But that's what girls you know, say that they want those... nowadays. Huh? I said that's what girls say. That's what they want nowadays. Yeah, they want a guy who's sensitive. sensitive. So, yeah. so you know, he, you know, had a couple steady girlfriends, and one mm-hmm. broke his heart. She broke his heart. I'm not even going to go into that. But anyway, she broke his heart, and it took a long time to him to for him to get over that. Yeah. Um, but he has a good girlfriend. And then, and then you know, he dated a girl, and it was a bad situation. And I said, oh, I don't know. I don't think she's the one. And and that one didn't work. He does He does not come to me, though, for advice. Okay. He, okay. I was, I'm sorry. I'm kind of, but now he's got a girlfriend. I like her. She's young. Yeah. He's 26. She's 19. That bothers I, me. Mm-hmm. That bothers me a little bit, but she's a good girl, and I do like her. Yeah. But is she a forever? Probably not. Yeah. So the 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 whole reason why I was you know wondering if you were involved, just so that way you can kind of put perspective on what struggles they're going through. But we did have a video from the actual modern dating episode that we did. Okay. okay. And I just wanted to hear your piece on it. Okay. okay. So I was going to play here. Make you want to grab your head. I feel like a lot of men don't want to get married, and I feel like they conform and... Why is it comp- men and not people? Yeah. Women, because women, when they're little, when they're five years old, they're dreaming of their weddings. That's false. I, I think a lot of men want to get married. I run into a lot of women in the dating world that just, right off the bat, I don't want to get married. Yeah, I think a lot of men want to get married, Megan. I'm, I'm dead serious. I know a no, lot of men that no, want to get married. I've never, yeah. I've never, I have... Every man I know right now that's my friend that we talk to... We all want to get married. Marriage is like, okay, so marriage, like, no, I've never dated someone who's like, yeah, they want to get married. Like, I've, like. Oh. A lot of men don't want to get married. The ones that I've dated or talked to, they're just scared to get married. And I can't say anything as to my current relationship because we are still so new. But I'm talking about my past relationships. In the comment comment section, I need to hear y'all opinion about that. So we'll we'll see who shows up. Now, I'm not sure if you're on Instagram or not, but a lot of people had a lot of things to say about that clip because I did post it. So I'm going to have to follow you on Instagram. Okay. So that I can respond to all this stuff. <laughs> I'll, yes, be a, I'll be a part of your poll. Okay. <laughs> oh, right. yes. We're always posting stuff. Yeah. So that's definitely I, good. I follow Megan, but I will follow you for sure. 100%. I'm on Instagram, but I'm not like on social, you know. Mm-hmm. I play games. That's what I do. Oh, okay. I, I look at my phone. It's <laughs> all games. That's my aunt, too. It's all too. games. <laughs> I, get, I, get, I still I get have, Candy Crush I have, notifications. I have Twitter. Do you actually I use Twitter? I don't know how to use it, and I only <laughs> did it so that I could follow Chase, my youngest, mm-hmm. and he blocked me. 
I have Snapchat, same reason, so I could follow my kids, and they yeah. blocked me. Why? Because this was years ago. Okay. When they, you know, because they don't want me to know what they're doing. <laughs> I, I so will tell funny. you a story. Uh, I will go just real quick. I want to go back to my kids asking for advice. Chase was in college, my youngest, so he's 23, got married in August to Brayden. For a year, he talked about Brayden, hanging out with Brayden. Mm-hmm. Brayden was it. Yeah. I thought Brayden was one of the wrestlers. I thought Brayden was a boy. Brayden is a boy's name. I never saw a picture of Brayden. He just talked about always hanging out with Brayden. <laughs> Until I saw a picture on Instagram that or a video, they were going to a tournament, and he panned over, and there's a girl, and I'm all, who the hell is that? And he's all, it's Brayden. I'm all, I thought Brayden was a boy. He's all, no. He goes, but we're just friends. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, they, apparently they met, hooked up, mm-hmm. realizing, eh, maybe we'll just be friends, you know, because they were both in college, whatever, and then he ended up leaving that school and moving home, mm. and as soon as he moved home, they realized that they wanted to be more than friends. And then they got and together. And then, so they ended up getting together, oh, yeah. and then they got married, so. They're so cute. Yeah. I, they're so That's cute a, together. Yeah. They're That's wedding a- photographers. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So they, they both, have their own business both, and everything. They both have full-time jobs, but they do weddings on the side. They've been doing it for, well, for a year. And, yeah. And they have 15 weddings this year. In, in 15 Sioux Falls. Oh. In Sioux Falls. 15 Congratulations, yeah. Chase and Brayden. That is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Their goal was, their goal was, wow. his goal was five, hers was ten. So they got 15 and they that's capped it off good. there. That's still good. There we so, go. But they're doing Ben's wedding. Oh, that's going to be yeah, really good. That's going to be, that's gonna be a nice so, one. So yeah. they're doing really well. But, um, but yeah, they were friends, and then they realized that they were. But Chase, as an adult, comes to me now more for advice than he ever did as a child, even as a teenager, because he was. That's typical. My husband's person. Yeah. Storm was, Matt, Matt was mine, because Matt is my child, you know. He's, mm-hmm. he's. Yeah, he's, you know, he's, he's a child that you had before. Yeah. yeah. Um, as an adult, he goes to my husband more. Matt mm-hmm. does. Um, Storm doesn't go to either one of us. You know, he just kind of does his own thing, and I try and get things out of him, and I try and have conversations. Right. Does not disclose anything to me, because he just doesn't want my opinion. Chase now comes to me, and that was because when his dad deployed when he was a junior in high school and was gone for a year. Yeah. And Storm had gone to college. Matt was in the military. He had nobody but me. He had nobody you. but me. Yeah. And so we built that relationship. And then when he was in college out of state, I'm home during the day. So, and, and even now, he FaceTimes me every day. Right. And it's probably so. more now that he's married. And, yeah. you know, that's more valuable advice that you're for marriage. Because it's yeah. like that relationship has to stick. So you need good advice to fix the problems. Yeah. yeah. So Chase comes to me now. But as far as whether men want to get married... Or women gonna get married? I don't think anybody. Well, I think society nowadays does not put doesn't hold marriage up here. Doesn't put a good light on it. Well, as much as it's not necessary. Why? Nowadays. Why do you think that? Because I I just think people are so used to you just live together. You have babies together. You have a baby by yourself. You, you know, whatever. You just you just don't need a piece of paper. It's a piece of paper to modern society. It's yeah. but to that's, modern society. Marriage is the ultimate form of commitment. You can't just leave 
a relationship. It, like, that's why I think it's so important. It's, it's more than just a piece of paper. You're making the ultimate commitment to this person that you will work with them through the good times, the bad times, through the bad health and everything. If I you're 100% not, agree If you're with that. not with somebody and you're just together, you could be like, you know what? I don't like the way out. you look anymore. I'm out of here. Packing my stuff and going. Right. Like, you can just do that. That That's the point of marriage. It's, it's well, and for a lot of women... The wedding, because that's very important. But the like the most <laughs> main important thing is like it's a commitment to that person that you I are going to be with that person and agree. love 100% them. Hundred percent agree with that. I hundred percent agree with that. However, I don't think that it is as important today mm-hmm. as twenty, thirty, forty years ago. Right. Does that make sense? That, that makes sense. The question is why. Why, why, what, what changed our minds I think society, just society. I think freedoms and you don't need that piece of paper to have a, I mean, Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn, Mm -hmm. you know, they've been together for 50 years and they aren't married. You know, there's a lot of, and then you look at, you look at all the celebrities and even the bachelor and the bachelorette and reality TV, you know, everybody's looking for love and nobody's getting married because it's not working, you know? So it's just easier to live with someone. And then, I mean, I know people that have been together for 10 years and it's like, well, shit, should we get married? You know? Right. (laughs) I don't think a lot of people see a healthy marriage. Like the question you asked earlier, or you, we talked about it earlier, Mm -hmm. talking about, you know, how many of your friends, you asked that, Mm -hmm. how many of your friends have actually have parents that are together Mm -hmm. a lot of my friends didn't have that they didn't see a healthy marriage so for them marriage isn't a good option because they've just seen it fail yeah um i come from my mom and dad have been together and they did split up for a little bit but they got back together so for me and seeing you and shane yeah same thing we split up for a while we there was you know there was cheating Mm -hmm. and and we were not together for six months Mm -hmm. you know and and i mean the ring came off and i said if you want to be with me Put that ring back but on. there was no divorce. There was no divorce, and, and that's the part of marriage. If there yeah. wasn't that marriage, he, they, you, I feel like yeah. you would have just left. And I that's a big point of yeah. it. That's a part yeah. of it, and that's the dark side of marriage. Yeah. Is that you know? There's, 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 there's a, a lot of marriages that have secrets mm-hmm. that you know. It, yeah. There was you know something that happened, yeah. but that's the promises that you make in marriage exactly. because you know marriage and is like you said all about the commitment. And and our our marriage has been up and down, up and down. But you know what? We've made it through the lows and we relished on the highs you know yeah. what i mean so and we're in the best place and we've been in a good place for a long time the second honeymoon know? stage right we've had this conversation before yeah. the you have the honeymoon stage and then you guys have to like figure out all the problems then you raise your kids and then you <laughs> have that second honeymoon parents. stage yeah. and then you become we're empty nesters yeah. And that was hard for us. The first couple of years of empty nesting was hard because you we're guys like, were so involved in their lives. So not doing yeah. that was a complete was change. Like, what do we do? Well, your, do we your, do? your roles change. In Our marriage. roles change. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. I mean, they, now it's they like are we're living our hardcore, best life. Hardcore, hardcore. Oh, supported their kids and everything. Mm-hmm. Every tournament, every training would do everything for them. Yeah. I mean, you guys were yeah. there for everything. And now we're living our best life. Yeah. Having fun traveling. We're traveling. Doing all that fun stuff. Doing all, we're freaking moving. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Our kids aren't coming with us, you know. <laughs> okay. So just to make sure I heard you correctly, you believe that it's not one side or the other 
who's looking for marriage more. We're kind of all in the same boat. I think everybody's in the same boat. I think it's, I think it's, I like, like, I do agree with Megan when she said that your generation did not necessarily grow up Mm -hmm. with healthy marriages, you know, as kids. And so what you saw is what you, you know, think marriage is going to be. Is going right. to be. And like another thing too, I feel like is with social media, and I feel like that's to do with a lot of different things in every different category. So like, yes, people will post a lot about good marriages and stuff, but people don't post that all the time. So people don't They post see. the bad. Yeah, so when you think of bad, you're going to think of all the stuff that you see on social media and all mm-hmm. that type of stuff. People will post more bad than good, and then you, in your head, that's your opinion of it. That's what you think it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I also think. Plus, I just think it's convenient. I mean, you could just you could move in with someone if you want. Right. You don't. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, I think there's a. I think there's. You can't just blame one thing. You know, you can't just go okay, social media this or you know. It, it's it's always like a series of things, right? I agree with that. Yeah. So you know, my belief is that. You know, when things become more normal. Right, things that were more taboo, or or things that you you had to earn, right? Like, I know, like when my when my mom found out that I was living with one of my partners, she was heartbroken about it because that wasn't something that she did, mm-hmm. right? Or that wasn't something that she believed in, right? You had to get married mm-hmm. in order to live with your partner, right? You know, um, so when you normalize that, yeah, it does take an element away of of marriage, right? Because you want to get married, and then you move in with your partner. Also, the normalization of, you know, every, I, I think it's always been done, right? Mm-hmm. Having sex out of marriage, right? But now, it's like this thing where it's it's almost celebrated, you know? It's like, hey, like, you know, body positivity, body freedom. You should be able to sleep with whoever you want to. You should be able to do with whatever you want to. There's no more stigma. Right. There's no more this, no more that. So who cares if you're having sex or not, right? So then there's that, right? Marriage was also a thing where, hey, you waited till you got married. You waited till you got married. A lot of people are doing it, probably not. No, but it was still a thing. Yeah, right. So when you take everything and you kind of like, would it be considered a thing then if people weren't following the rules? And that would just be a lie, right? What? I, I get what you're saying. So, like, you're saying, like, if people weren't following the rules, why would they get married anyways? No, no, no. So, if they're not following rules and having sex before, then that's still not really a stigma? They better not wear one. No, it was still a stigma. That's why they kept it a secret. Okay. Right? Like, they, most people, most people kept their sleeping around a secret until they got married with that partner. And then, it's news, hey, we're pregnant, by the way. <laughs> we're, like, six months pregnant, even though the yeah. wedding was last week. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. They, they got married because of that. And I think a lot of people got married for the wrong reasons, right? Which is why you saw a high divorce rate. You know, a lot of people got married because they were having kids. Exactly. That's so that's true. that's that's, an, that's another thing. Um, but, yeah, I just think it's, it's a multitude of things why people don't value marriage a whole lot. And I think one of the biggest things is, like you said, convenience. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when, when I'm done with a partner and we're not married, I can just leave. Yeah. You know, if you cheat on me, I'm gone. I'm out of here. Right. If you, you don't have to fight for it. Yeah, if you keep you drinking, you know, it. if you keep eating my uh, <laughs> Oreos, you keep eating yeah. my Oreos. Like, look, I'm, I'm out of here. You out of bed, and you yeah. ain't coming back. <laughs> yeah, you don't make up the bed. You keep yeah. leaving your socks everywhere. You leave I'm gone. In the bed, you're gone. Yeah. Like, I can't do that. But I do agree. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but you know what? I I don't think that there. I mean, 
I don't know, like Storm. Yeah. Okay, Storm's the, my single son right now, or he's at least got a girlfriend, whatever. I'm dating for five months. And, and I, I'm like, <laughs> you're the last one. Yeah. When are you going to get married? You're 26 years old. He's in no rush whatsoever to get married. And, and he will be a late marriage person. Yeah. I feel like that happens a lot more with men. Well, yeah. I But I also think that he just, you know, he's got goals. Right. And, well, I think and, that's... And he's, I mean, he's got, you know, he's got, he's got, a, his car's paid off next month. He's got a Harley Davidson that's paid off in two months. Yeah. He just started a new career. He's, you know, he wants to buy our house in two years. Yeah. You know, that we're living in, that we're, you know, we're moving. He's going to rent it and he wants to buy, and he wants to finance, he's, he's my financial one. And he wants all his ducks in a row before he, marriage is second on his list. Right. And it's I think a lot a of people, I think a lot of people are like that. And I yeah. think that's, you know, in our generation, getting married later in life is a very common thing. Yes. And I think it's because of that, like yeah. wanting to accomplish all these goals mm-hmm. before you go ahead and settle down. Yeah. Um, you know, because a lot of people in our generation, they either our parents were the first to do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Or we're the first, yeah. right? And then we realize how easy it is to accomplish all those things, right? Yeah. Like, for example, I remember, um, you know, people talking about, like, oh, my goal in life is to go to Paris. Mm. Do you know how easy it is yeah, to go to Paris? it's so easy to go. Right? So then, like, if you're in our generation, you've been to Paris, you're like, you know, I'll go to Turks and Caicos next week. Yeah. Hell, I'll go to, you know, yeah. I'll go here this week. I'll go, yeah. you know, they're, they're living life, and then they're 28. And now there are, yeah. let me start looking for a serious relationship. So I think that's kind of normal now. And then plus, to accomplish certain things in this day and age as far as advancing, I guess, up in, in, in adulthood is a little bit harder because of how expensive things are. Yes, I agree with you that know? too. Like, for example, I moved out at my parents' house as soon as I turned 18, mm-hmm. right? My rent was... It was eight hundred dollars for a three bedroom apartment, yeah. right? And I had four roommates. We split that thing. My rent was three hundred dollars. Yeah. My little brother just moved out. Yeah. Right. And he's twenty eight. Yeah. Well, Storm's you know, twenty six. But rent is now, you know, yeah, twenty three hundred dollars yeah. for a two bedroom apartment. Yeah. You know, so I think a lot of this younger generation does have it a little bit harder, which is why they're probably waiting mm-hmm. a little bit longer to get married because yeah. they want to make sure. Everything is in a row, like yep. you, like, yep. you know, like Storm did say. So yeah, um, and there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Parents want to experience; they want their kids to experience what they didn't have. Well, right? no, well, yes, we absolutely want to give our kids what we didn't have. Matt, my oldest, <laughs> suffered the most because he was sick. You know, he was six when we got married. Mm-hmm. So, and and we were not financially stable or rich by any means or well off by any means so when he was growing up and storm and chase were little we weren't able to do the things that when he moved out storm and chase got to experience right you know, happened with me they got to go on cruises mm-hmm. they got to go to cabo right they got to go skiing in park city you know all that <laughs> stuff matt got to go in the military you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and he still says, you know, well, they got to do everything. And I said, you know what? You got to go cross country and go hang out at your grandpa's house <laughs> for the summer. Right. Which was super cool. Yeah. When you were growing up. Right. You know, you got to go to the to the lake house. You know? So, I mean, yes, we do want. But we also want to experience your guys' milestones. Mm-hmm. 
girls, for example, well, boys too, because I, you know, you want to see all your boys married. Weddings, yeah. absolutely. I mm-hmm. want to see my boys married. I want more grandchildren at some point, you know. But I'm not, I'm not the di- the everyday grandma. But I'm the fun grandma. Yeah, you know grandma. What I mean? Oh yeah, okay. I'm, I'm you're, glam. You're, you're, you're the I'm glam. you're the grandma that makes it hard for the kids to go home, and then the, gonna, now well, the dad and mom. Don't, they don't come to my house uh, on a daily <laughs> basis, but I do take them on cool. I do, we do cool yeah. stuff with them. You know, so we are the ones that are going to take them to Disneyland, and we're the ones that are going to take them on a cruise, and you know, do all that cool, fun stuff. Yeah. You know, where the other grandparents are going to be the day-to-day babysitters, because I'm not that person. Mm-hmm. But like for you, and and you know, your mom wants to see you guys. She weddings and proms and all that stuff, and that's a different situation. But you know, we all want that for our children. Mm-hmm. You know. So, but there's no rush. It is what it is, yeah. you know. Now, were you so, in a rush? No, I was 28 when I got married. Yeah. So, so how, how long were you guys dating before? So, we met in March. We got yeah. married in, or we got engaged in October. Oh, okay. Okay. Same year. Same year, and got married a year later. Okay. So, and and it was, it was just, he was the one. Yeah. You know. So, he said my name wrong when he proposed to me. Did he? But that's a whole nother issue. <laughs> what did he say? So, my name is Elizabeth Joanne, mm-hmm. and he his mom's name is Shalimar Jolene. Mm. So, he said Jolene? He so said he Elizabeth, said Elizabeth Jolene. Jolene. And we were at a Halloween party uh, with about 50 people that he didn't know. Uh-huh. Um, my girlfriend and I, and it was one of those things where my girlfriend and I used to have this Halloween party every year, and at midnight we would feed her boa constrictor, a rabbit kind of You're thing, right. you know. So we did a costume party, and we my plan was to dress up as Dracula and a dead bride so that he would see me in a wedding dress uh-huh. and get the idea to propose around February. <laughs> well, he had already had the ring in his pocket for three weeks. Right. And so he had this whole thing planned out, but yeah, I got my name wrong. So, That's funny. You know, but yeah, we got married a year later, and it wasn't, it wasn't a timeline or anything. Right. It just was how it happened. That's interesting you know? that, yeah. you, that you bring that up. Yeah. So I mean, that, that was pretty common then too, right? Like if you found the one, you just got married. Right, it wasn't I like mean, a matter was, of we just we just said, yeah, I guess I guess so. You know, I mean, we just kind of started talking about marriage. Yeah, you know, after a certain point, you know, after we did the deed, right, in Santa Cruz, <laughs> at, the, at the volleyball tournament. <laughs> there you go. I'm, I'm interested to hear your perspective, Megan. Why do you so? If the older generation, it was you know, you found the one, you got married. Why is it now that we? put a time stamp on everything where it's like, Hey, we have to be together for a year. We have to be together for two years and living together for at least a year before you propose to me. And then we, you know, I think that's just smarter. I think the living together is a smart thing. Waiting to get married and then moving in. Mm-hmm. You don't really get to see how that person is living with someone. You get to see the true person. Like, cause you have to, you're stuck with them. So I feel but like you're not, if you're living together, cause you could just leave. If no. you're not happy with it. No, but I'm saying is, but people will do that before. People didn't do that before, like older dating, right? They would get married and then move in together, right? Shane and I moved in together a month before we got married. Yeah, yeah but a lot yeah, of people... Yeah, but we were already, but you're already we, engaged. We were, I mean, we, we, yeah, we just, our house happened to come up for rent, and we just moved in together. Yeah. You know, it was like, well, we're moving, you know, we got to find a place to live. This house came up, we did it, you know, we moved, we ended up moving in a month before. But... So what about your mom and dad? When did they, did they... They didn't live together before they got married, did they? 
I don't know. I think. I don't know. I think so. But probably Mom not is, that long. You know, honestly, I don't think I know that answer to that question. I don't either. <laughs> maybe maybe that's something you ask them. But just to defer, so you think that it's smarter to wait and then live together and get bills together and start yes, merging your if, lives together? My first then, relationship, yes, I agree. Because if my first relationship, if I would have married him before moving in, I would have been fucked. My life would have been ruined. I'm really glad that we moved in and I got to see the true person that he was. Because we didn't end up working together, and it saved me from getting married to someone who we would have we wouldn't have lasted. So I feel like that's definitely a smart thing to do. Okay. So the the whole reason why I'm I'm looking like that is because so you know one of the things that we talked about was that like when you get married, it's a commitment, right? And you make all these promises, and you promise to work through it, right? There are times in marriage where you question who you marry to. It just happens. 100%. Right? You know, where, <laughs> yeah. where you're like, did I marry the right person or should I start looking for an escape plan? But then you remember, okay, I went up, you know, I went up in front of all my family and all my friends and I looked her in the eyes and I said, hey, through thick and thin, through sickness and health, we are going to work it out. We're going to be together. Now, I'm not saying that you should have married. Your ex, but but <laughs> but hundred percent no. But but what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, I don't think that's a an argument that that makes it, I guess, where, where you shouldn't look to get married. I, I just don't think that should be a valid what? argument for. If you if you're able to live with someone, right? If you're able to trust them enough to where you're going to get in a home together with them and merge your bills together and they have to be responsible and you both have to be responsible and you think they're the one, I think you should get married. Me and my wife, we got married within a year of being together. Now, granted, I knew her for a really long time. We were best friends before. We were good friends before, um, you know, before we got married. But, you know, there was trust there. There wasn't any reason for us not to get married. It, It just wasn't and, and anything else we could have worked out which we have you know we still to this day have things that we work out constantly and i think if people go into any relationship with the idea of i am looking for flaws in this person and then once i find those flaws they're not going to escape the honeymoon phase like once they get past that honeymoon phase and they get into like the real meat and potatoes of what a relationship is it's not going to go so well you know, and that's like one thing I always talk about, you know, like, so you can, you tell me if you, if you can, if you agree with this or disagree with this. So I believe that in relationships, there are three phases. Okay. You have that initial honeymoon phase when you first get together, right? You're full of dopamine. The emotions are running high because you have a new partner. You like each other and you're doing things out of instinct. Right. Right. Then once that wears off, mm-hmm. and it usually wears off once the relationship becomes less about feelings mm-hmm. and becomes more about what this person is going to do for me or what this person is going to add to my life or how am I going to add to this person's life. And I call this stage like the uh, the power struggle phase, right? Okay. Because now you're second-guessing your partner. Like, mm-hmm. okay, why am I with this person? Right. Right. We've done everything. We've had sex. We've gone on vacations. We've done some fun stuff. Now what is there to do, right? 
And that's usually where relationships falter, mm -hmm. right? Because they start fighting with one another. The relationship, like I said, it's not about feelings. But then once you get past that phase, right, when you start finding reasons to actually love your partner, because mm -hmm. I believe that love is an action mm -hmm. and not just something that you feel, mm -hmm. right? Then you enter that second honeymoon phase. I but the difference with the second honeymoon phase is you are doing things that are not instinctual. You're, you're doing them because you want to. Right. Right? Like you're loving your partner in a way that they want to be loved because you want to. It's right. not just something that just comes second nature. nature. Some things do become that. Yeah. Right? Like because you become good at it and they become mm -hmm. a habit. But even those habits kind of die hard. Even right. those habits become something that don't work anymore. So then now you're starting to reinvent yourself because your partner has changed too, just right. like you've changed. Right. right? Right. Like I imagine the 27 years, you're not the same person no, that you were when you all. first got not married. Not you're not even we the same person you were bedrooms. 10 years ago. You know? We sleep in separate bedrooms. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I got to hear what that's do all you about. really? We do. 100% we do. Yeah? We, we work different shifts. Got it. So oh, I work until okay. 3.30 in the morning. Yeah. And he gets up at 6. See, that's not un that's not yeah. completely unheard. So my, yeah. my parents... Now, they didn't sleep in different bedrooms because we only had three bedrooms yeah. and there was five of us, yeah. or actually six of us in the house. So they didn't have any other bedrooms right. to go to. But so my dad worked in corrections. Mm -hmm. Well, he still works in corrections. Yeah. And uh, my mom is a nurse mm -hmm. and she works the 7 yeah. p.m. to the mm -hmm. 7 a.m. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, so yeah. my dad worked the swing shift, or yeah. actually the beginning shift. So yeah. he would go in the morning. My mom would be coming home from yep, work. Yep. So he would always sleep in the living room. My mom would sleep in the yep. bedroom to make sure that they didn't yep. wake yep. each other up. Yeah. yeah, so we do that. I mean, don't get me wrong. We still do our business. Yeah. You know, we just whenever, wherever. But you guys are empty nesters. But we're I empty mean, nesters. Well, kind of, because Storm still lives with us. But that's beside the point. He's just like my roommate. <laughs> so <laughs> he just does his own thing. Yeah. But, um, no, I, I do agree with you. There are stages to every relationship. Yeah. And you're not the same through a relationship and honeymoon stage is totally different. I kind of call it, I, I think there is, there is a honeymoon stage, which is where you're getting to know each other, Yeah, you know, and everything's fresh and everything's new. And it's like, just, you know, yeah, butterflies, butterflies and rainbows, everywhere, yeah. butterflies <laughs> and rainbows. And then you get comfortable with somebody. Correct. And then your flaws start to show, mm -hmm. you know, you fart in bed. <laughs> your you know, snoring you know, is no more therapeutic right you yeah. snore which is what whatever. my wife said her yeah. she said my yeah. snoring is no more you know i mean there are things there are things that you because you you're comfortable with that person yeah you know and i i will say that i think people throw the word love out too fast and too easily yeah um during the honeymoon stage you know what i mean because yeah. you, you, you do you love them i mean yeah you may love them but, but are, are you, you in, in love? love with them? Right. You know, and if you make it through the honeymoon stage and you get into your comfort zone, well, I don't know if it's really a comfort zone, but you get into the stage where you're starting to... Routines? Become routine, yeah. yes. Um, but you're also starting to realize that what used to be really cool, or not cool, but quirky with him, is bothering you a little bit. And what used to be quirky with her is bothering him a little right. bit. If you make it through that, then you start talking about long-term commitments and mm -hmm. relationships and stuff like that. Right. I think it's a bad thing that you move in together before you get married. No, no. not necessarily. But it, I don't think that it should be a requirement before you get married. Correct. No, I definitely do. No. Because like, I, I feel like that's a trial and error. You can be with somebody and it, like, yeah, you can think they're the one. 
But if you actually live with them, it could be totally wrong. I thought Tim was the one. You know I thought I thought Tim was the one. And we moved in together, and I saw the man that he actually was. And I... Really glad that we moved in together. I feel like it should be mandatory, because I feel like... Yeah, you may love someone, but they're not going to be that person. But, like... Oh my god, I don't know how to explain it. No, I, I, Before you guys moved in together, were you talking about marriage? No. Our situation was different because he moved in kind of fast. And right. I kind of wish we didn't move in so fast. He, Because he came to stay with my mom and dad in the beginning mm. of a relationship because his dumbass got fired and kicked out of his place. And so, so he had to come stay with don't us. Don't you think that should have been it, number one? A red flag. <laughs> a red flag. Okay, yeah. I was young, dumb, and, and exactly. seventeen. I was, exactly. I was, I was, exactly. and I, I really liked him. It was my first year's relationship. Exactly. Exactly. But before he got kicked out, though, we were together for uh, a month and a half. So it wasn't that long. But yeah. we hung out every day, yeah. and mm-hmm. with it being my first relationship, yeah, I was head over heels. I was head yeah. over heels at the time. Yeah. But everybody's I'm, head over heels in the beginning. Well, yeah. not everybody. No, I've, I've had because, relationships where we start out talking, and we literally start arguing like. We're a married couple. Oh, and it's wow. just, I've had relationships like that. Horrible. It's just like, it's just toxic. Like, but we wouldn't stop talking to each other, so it would continue. Mm-hmm. It was just red flags. You know, well, but there will come a time, I will say, there will come a time in your life, you're married, so it's not going to happen to you because it already yeah, it's done. And whoever's not married here, it, there will come a time in your life where you're like, you know what? I'm ready to find the one. Whether you get married or not, the one that you're going to be in a long-term commitment with. Mm-hmm. And what you will not go looking for that person. You will find that person. You'll find that person. I believe it that. It will happen. Yeah, I agree. And you'll know. Yeah. You'll just know. And you don't necessarily have to live with it. There, doesn't, there should not be a timeline. I, that's my point. Yeah. There, oh, yeah. there should not be a time. You should not... I'm in my honeymoon stage, then we're figuring everything out, and it's like, okay, I think, I think, you know, I'm ready, I'm ready to settle down, I'm ready to start thinking about long-term commitment, I'm ready to start thinking about babies and marriage, yeah. whatever order you're, it's in, you, you don't have to get married first, you can have babies first, what, however, really, you know, whatever you decide to do, but I think, I don't think, I don't think you have to, I don't think you should move in with someone to make sure the relationship is going to last before I decide if he's the one. Yeah. If he's the one. Well, I think... I, well, I, I don't know, I that's so don't. hard. That's so hard. <laughs> that's so <laughs> difficult because I couldn't imagine just and not living with my boyfriend the and then just marrying yeah. them. Between my generation and your guys' well, generation. Well, you know, so what, what I will me. say, for, you know, usually the men are the one. We're, we're the one usually getting on the knee and proposing. And I've been in a ton of relationships. When I got with my wife, it took maybe three months before me like to know, like, all right, this is the person who I want to marry. Like, it wasn't a timeline. Like, it was like, all right, I know. It, she has all the qualities. There's quali- just something there. Yeah, it just it's clicks. like she has all the qualities of the type of woman that I want to be with for the rest of my life, like, regardless of what happens after this. And granted, there is stuff that has happened after that, right? But it was... It, it was just that feeling. And there's relationships I've been in for a really long time. I mean, I had three-year relationships. I had two, three-year relationships before that. The thought of marriage never crossed my mind. It didn't. It just, I, I just, I knew 
that they weren't the one. And and, and it's like that thing where they're the you one know, right now. Yeah, like it's 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 really shitty to say that. And I do apologize for whoever's going to hear this, but it is what it is. You know, it's like you you with someone for a year. And you're comfortable with that person, and sometimes it's, that's usually the reason why you're still with them is just because yeah, it's comfortable. It's or there's other you, yeah. things that, you know, play a role into why you're with them as well. But when you, like, find that one, it's like, uh, like, you you're, 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 you start saving your money. Like, that's what it was. It was like, all right, I'm, I'm waiting a year because I'm trying to save money to get her the ring that I want to get her. You know, like, it wasn't, like, this elaborate ring, but I got her the perfect diamond like it has no imperfections in it and that's what i thought of our marriage or our, our relationship at the time but I, let's go ahead i feel like hold on hold on nothing to do with not not part of what you to do with you said i also feel like maybe why um more people are moving in together before getting married is because they kind of have to it's kind of hard I to afford agree. to live on your own so that's the best solution so that's why more people are doing it now i agree with that. For, i agree with for that. sure for sure because yeah. like the housing market is absolutely crazy right now. It's like fourteen hundred for like a two bedroom apartment. Yeah, like you can, no one can make that here. Yeah. See, and that's you know, it's really interesting you say that because what I start to see happening, you know, like you always say, like your history repeats itself, right? So marriage back in the day wasn't about love. It wasn't. It was about resources. It was about joining two families together. What can you provide then, for me? What basically, right? It was. Father is agreeing amongst each other. Hey, yeah. your son is going to marry my daughter because mm. you have Bridgerton. a farm. Yeah, I never, I don't. Well, watch it. It's, so watch it. it's, it's pretty. It's, it's so good. Yeah. I just watched the second. <laughs> it's really good, bro. It's like, hey, your you know your yeah. son owns a farm, and my family we own cattle. We can you know come together and we can build something great, right? That was the whole reason why people got married was because of resources, and then marriage started to become more about love, right? I'm marrying this person because I love this person. Don't call me a radical. <laughs> not trying to put a conspiracy out there or anything, but I do see the reason for people getting together and marrying kind of coming full circle to that again. I mean, you see prices coming up, right? Like you said, like rent is 2300 for a two-bedroom apartment. People are in relationships they don't even want to be in, but they're working through it because they have to, and that's what marriage is about, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're already doing some of the stuff that you would do in marriage, Right. Rent's two hundred, you know, t- you know, twenty three hundred. We can't break up because if you break up with me, I can't pay this rent for myself. So hey, That's we're gonna lesson. go, we're gonna go ahead and overlook this cheating that you did last week. You know, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. I think I think it's starting to come back around to resources again. I don't know. I agree. I I agree with that. Now let's go ahead and move on to the to the next question here. That's actually uh, let's skip that question where we we were asking if it's harder to find love today. So I think we kind of answered that, um, but I really want to know her opinion about the next one there. So, <laughs> um, who do you think it's harder to find love for, men or women? Who do I think it's harder to find love for? Yeah, who has it harder in today's society? Trying to find love, men or women? You know, if you yeah, want, if, uh, I, if you want that's any, that's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, if if you want my opinion, so. My opinion was that men have it harder, and the reason being was because of the amount of options women have, right? Men still, men still court women, right? But now because of okay. the, the social media pool, 
there's so many men that have op, you know, that are not options. So many men have the opportunity to approach the type of women that they want to meet. But then now women also have the opportunity to pick and choose which men that they don't want to meet. So I think it's harder for men and easier for women. Cause now I can go, Hey, do you make six figures? No. Okay. I can look at your pictures on your social media. Do you look good? No. Next, you know, but men can do that too. Yeah. And they do men, men can do that. But the average man... Are there more men than women right now, or more women than men? There are more women than men, but it's not by a... I forget the actual stats. I I did look that up. It's not, like, by a lot. Um, But, you know, my belief is that... So when you look at the average man, they're not getting the same type of attention that the average woman is, right? The average woman can post a, a, a photo on social media right. and she's going to get a hundred likes. Right. She's going to get people DMing her, but the average man is not, so not going to get that. I, I, I tend to agree with that. Okay. I tend to agree with that. I should not throw people out there, but no, I was just thinking about storm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cause storm is storm is, Storm's a nice-looking young man, but he's not a model whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he's just, he's an average guy. But there have been girls that he has been interested in that automatically put him in the friend zone. 100%. Yeah. And, and I have had conversations with him about it. And then who they end up with is... What's on social media? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, they and, know. And so I do agree with that. I do kind of agree with that. But I do believe that if you, there is someone for everybody. I agree with that. I, as well. I think there is someone for everybody. It may not be what you're expecting, mm-hmm. but there is somebody for everybody if that's what you want. Yeah. You know, you just have to open your mind and broaden Step your horizon. Step out that box. Step outside the box. Right. So. I, I feel like it depends on what level of, like, okay, so the question is, who do you think it's harder to find love for? I think there's different aspects of finding love that's harder for men and harder for women. Like, as far as women goes, yeah, we have a lot more options, but we have also a lot more assholes sending us really rude messages, dick pics. If we don't respond, calling us names and stuff, it's just like, we deal with different hard things with finding love. We deal with more, I feel like women deal with more abuse when dating because men think they can say whatever they want to a woman and it's okay. Like the nice okay. guy type stuff. Like, oh, you didn't take me because I'm the nice guy. Like, that's... Yeah, but, like, but, but have you, you seen some of these videos of... Have you actually yeah. seen some of these videos of when, like, guys will message a woman, they don't right. respond... You're an ugly piece of shit. I never wanted to talk to you anyway. And they just talk vulgarly to these women. And it's, like, degrading. It's a lie. Yeah, I do agree with that. I think the the level of, I guess, toxicity that women do have to endure now is more. Because, I mean, I can't imagine. There are some men, right? But I can't imagine most men saying that to your face, right? Trying to talk to you. Yeah, trying to talk to you and, you know, and and then you don't respond to them. I've had guys be rude to me at the bar because I've denied them. No, I'm saying. And when they can't call me, it's the same thing. What I'm saying is if you had 100 men on social media and then 100 men in the bar and you didn't talk to all 100 of them, Mm -hmm. 
I guarantee you the percentage of men on social media that have nasty, vulgar things to say versus in the bar would probably differ. And you can even add the alcohol variable in there as well. I think when, when it comes to people saying like rude and nasty things, there, there's that level of accountability and also too that level of what's going to happen next. Because I could say something to you at the bar and I could say it at the wrong time. There could be that guy who doesn't put up with shit. It's going to beat your butt. Exactly. Or you're going to throw a drink on him. I've thrown a drink on a guy in a bar before. You throw a drink, you slap him. <laughs> I mean, you're not at the Oscars, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, did I? Sorry. Hey, no, Will, hey, Will Smith got away with this. So I'm sure you would have got away with it too. <laughs> but, but you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I agree with you 100% because there's a safety net. Right. There's a barrier there. Yeah. I mean, because it's even. So, a, wait, what? Okay, so. Because it's even the same thing, what? like, with men versus men. Like, there, there are things that other guys say to me that I know for sure they want to say to me in person. Mm-hmm. People have that level of security over there. Like, yep. I can't I can't punch them through the, through the screen. Little, yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. But if a guy denies me, I'm not going to go call them names. No. Like, women don't do, women don't do oh, that. I'm do. not going to say they, they don't, they but. Do. They, don't, they don't do it a lot. I don't feel like women do it unless they're provoked. But no, because there, there, there are, are there are there, some, there but are. I they, feel like there's a lot of men. I mean, okay, have you ever had someone message you something mean when you deny them talking to them? Yes, and I've also, but I've actually, you know, the funny thing is with women, it was actually it's actually flipped with me. I've had less women say anything mean in the DMs. I've had them do mean stuff. Like I've had girls before uh, message my partner. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that, little petty things. But in person, women usually say a lot of mean stuff if I deny them. And I think I think it, what it comes down to is I think it takes a lot of courage for women to want to approach a guy and, you know, hit on him because usually it's demand, right? So, like, you have to, like, kind of reduce your pride to walk Take up to someone. Shot. And then you're <laughs> going to experience the same level of rejection that we do. And, and I've done it in a very nice way. And I, I've said this before on, on the podcast. I apologize when I decline women. And it's not because I'm I'm really sorry. It's because I understand as a man how much effort it actually took for you to walk up to me and say that you were interested in me. I mean, that takes a lot of courage, right? Like, it's never like a thing where you just see someone and you're like, oh, I'm going to go after him. Or I'm going to go after her. And then you just do it. It's like, all right, I'm going to say. Yeah, you're like mustering your, you know, up to courage. And then you're do doing this, it. You do this. <laughs> yeah, you always have that friend who's patting you yeah. in the back. Yeah, you're go get him. Man. You know, yeah, so like, man. yeah, I I apologize to them, but you know, they still have something to say, and it's never like, like fuck you, all that. It's like, oh, well, you're not that cute up close, like you know, things like that. So yeah, yeah, it it, it happens on both ends, but I, I do I do see where you're coming from. Like, I do think that um, women do have it harder in one aspect. I think because. Men, we have more access to women, and also too, you know, I'll, I'll put it out there: like women have do a really good job of of posting and marketing themselves mm-hmm. on social media. You know, so for for some men, sometimes it, it's almost a thing of like, hey, I'm messaging I'm messaging this woman, not because I really actually want a serious relationship with her; it's because I think she's good looking and I want to conquer her. You know, like there's like that little aspect of, hey, I want to see what this is all about. And it's not anything serious. So mm-hmm. I, I do agree with that. I think usually when women do give a guy a chance, 
it it is for the right reasons. There are some women who do it for the wrong reasons. People do that in general. But I think most men, yeah, usually do date a woman for the wrong reasons. You know, they they want her because they they're trying to get another notch in their belt. Yeah. Chase. Yeah. It's hey, I slept with that. You know. A notch under my belt. Yeah. Yeah. She has ten thousand followers on Instagram. I'm one of them, and guess what? I'm in her bed, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, You're in her <laughs> I'm in her sheets, man. Yeah. That's how it is. You know what I'm saying? So, That's no, I, 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 I totally get it. I think we, I think I do still agree that men have it harder, but I think it is hard for both of us. I don't think it's any harder than it was, though, back in the day. I think it was just different circumstances. Oh, I've, well, I feel like back in the day, men had more control because I was the gender role. No. Men, I do. That's right. That's what I think. I mean, what do you think? You were the one that lived it. You think men have it easier to fall in love? No, no. That wasn't no. That wasn't the question. question? Well, that was that was the original question. Was to find love? To find love? I feel like men. I feel like men back then had more control because of the gender roles. They were the ones that are like had control of kind of like the relationship. I feel like more more women now voice their opinion and do all this stuff and. And they don't settle for a lot of things. I feel like a lot of women settled, and so I men had a lot more power. Women are more outspoken now. Yeah. Okay. About what they want. Yeah. I, yes, I do, they don't I settle. Do tend to, and I think that's the generation. Right. Um, do you think women would settle for security back in the day? Mm-hmm. I, and I'm not saying by any means that I settled on my husband. Right. Whatsoever. But I also knew... When I decided that he was the one, that he was, gonna, number one, going to take care of me. Right. And I was going to be safe. And right. those were, two, and I had security. That's I, really important. I, and, and that is important because I was coming into the relationship with a child. So I needed somebody. That could father give me that was security. not in the picture. Yeah. So it was me and him and we were a package deal. And so I knew that the person that I did marry was going to take us as a package deal. Right. And although we were a team, I knew that I, Shane has always taken care of me emotionally, financially, everything. Right. Even though I contribute a lot to, I mean, we're, we're a hundred percent each contributing and a team. I know that he will always take, if something happens, he will always take care of me. Right. You know, so. And I worry about that even now. I mean, I'm five years older than him, and I worry about if he dies before me, for whatever what's gonna reason, happen, yeah. what's going to happen to me. And that's one of the reasons yeah. he wanted, the reason we're moving to South Dakota. He wanted to move to Tennessee, right, to retire in Tennessee. I wanted to move to South Dakota because we have family there, right. Oh, okay. And yeah, if something yeah, happened to sense. him, although I'm gonna go live on a cruise ship. <laughs> yeah, I'm you are. Yeah, you are, Bessie. <laughs> I I know that if something happened, if if if. If we were in Tennessee, we have nobody. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you're out there. We're out yeah. there in the middle of, you know, six acres or ten acres or whatever, and I have no family. Right. At least out there I have his family. Okay, so I have a, a wild and radical question. And don't Hit me with don't your take any if, offense to this. Do you think that women back in the day had less standards than they do now? Or, let me rephrase it, do you think women today have more standards or higher standards. Hmm. Oh, that's a good question. I guess I would say define standards. Okay. So you said that women 
we're mostly looking for security. Now, I've heard this from a lot of women in regards to how men were back in the day. You know, this it's a man's world, mm-hmm. right? But I do believe that as time goes on, it's still a man's world. But things are, are starting to balance out a little bit. Women have more power today than they did back in the day. And because they do have more power, more control, and a voice, they're also able to have a higher standard. They don't have to accept what is the norm. So I think that women do have a higher standard in a sense of they're, they don't accept a man who has misogynistic views. They don't accept a man who views a woman as property or who's someone who needs to be submissive. But I think women in the past may have been more willing to conform to some of those ideals because that just was the norm. I would agree with that. Okay. I, I, I would agree with that. Now, let me just clarify that I did not marry my husband for yeah, security. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I married him because time. I loved him. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but I am also, and, and I can absolutely very well take care of myself. Right. I mean, I raised a child for five years by myself right. before I got married. And you were in movies and, 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 was, and you know, music videos I, back I, in I the day, of, too. So. I did a lot of stuff that I probably shouldn't have. I was not a necessarily great. I was, I was a bad girl. I was in the bad girls club, but I was, you know, yeah. you know, I've, I've done, I've done a lot more than my husband has. Let's yeah. just say that. That's for sure. <laughs> that so, is so for sure. Oh my God. Sure. I can't so even. That's where the opposites come in. Shane, but, I can't but, imagine doing yeah. that stuff. And, and I think, I think the one thing that attracted me to my husband a lot was that even though he was younger than me, because mm-hmm. he's five years younger than me. Yeah. He is a very old soul. Right. And I found comfort in that because he's very, very wise and very smart. I'm very book smart and he's very, very street smart. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? So we balance each other out. I do think that, but, but by no means did I settle. Right. But you do think a lot of women may have. I think a lot of people, a lot of women may have settled back then because number one, you were supposed to get married. Right. Right? You were supposed yeah, to. That's that pressure. Right. That's pressure. Yeah. You didn't even necessarily have to go to college. You just had to graduate from high school, figure out what you wanted to and do with your life. find a man who went to find college. Find a man yeah. who went to college, get married, start having babies. Right. Of course, the end of the 80s, early 90s, it was okay if you had a baby first, mm-hmm. you know, as long as you were going to marry that person. Right. You know, kind of thing. I think now... Because women are a lot more independent, and I think that's just society as a whole, right. because of the way things have grown over time, um, I think you do, they do have high standards, right. very high standards. And it's much easier just to swipe left. I, I mean, I've never been on Twitter. I don't even have never actually <laughs> seen Twitter, but I think it's funny you swipe right, you swipe left, right. you know. And, and, but, but it's way easier to just say, no, 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 you don't meet my, you're my list, my list of standards where I had to go meet him, go out with him a couple times before I decide to start checking the things off my list. Mm -hmm. You you know what I mean? So yeah, I, I, yes, I do. I do think that standards are higher now. Okay. 
us. I mean, and, that, and that, that's fair. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. and I think, I, I mean, to be honest with you, I think there's... But I think there's still women that settle now just for the, like, I don't want to do this oh by my, my God. I, I don't want to <laughs> do this by myself anymore. Yeah. I think there's, a, uh, and maybe I was, oh. No, I, I completely agree. I also Single think, moms. I also think that men, <laughs> you know? men are doing less nowadays too. I mean, yeah. so like one of the stats that I did look up is there are more women in college mm-hmm. than men mm-hmm. are, right? So yeah. then you have more women holding degrees. Mm-hmm. And even though there is still a mm-hmm. wage gap, you have more women in higher paying jobs than mm-hmm. the average male. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So well, the average male. Is, Jason Brayton. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think women have higher standards because yeah. they've leveled up in life and, you know, they've reached new places yeah. that they weren't able to before. Yeah. Okay. So as we uh, kind of approach the, the end of this episode here, I just had one last question. Absolutely. Okay. What advice would you give to those out there who are trying to find a partner stop looking they'll show up yeah i i truly believe that you will find the right person at the right time without sir without does that make sense that makes sense sense? when it when when the when it's the right person at the right time you will know it right doesn't matter if you see him at a coffee shop or you're standing in line at starbucks you know or Hey, add me as a friend on Facebook because we were friends in high school. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, you, the opportunities to meet, you guys have so many more opportunities to meet so many different people. Right. Than we did growing up. We had our circle of friends and we met the people that we met when we were out and about in the world. Right. And you that know? was it. And that was it. Yeah. And you either met them somewhere. Because they caught your eye in a bar, or your friend called and said, "Oh my God, I met this guy, but he was a dick. But you're gonna love him." Yeah, you, you had know? to you had to you know had to, someone you had to get to know connected some, to him. And she was dating yeah. his friend, right? You know what I mean? So it was like literally that's. And I don't know how your mom and dad met. I think they met uh, at a bar too. My yeah, my mom just got dumped and yeah. she was depressed, and so my her friends dragged her out, and yeah. he was last call. Yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, mean, he but was it's, last call. He of, was like, he's like, and they went to the dance floor and danced and. Same that was thing, it. Though, but it's, I can picture your dad doing yeah. that. Oh, my God, dude. Totally yeah. Dude. yeah. Great. He didn't remember He's her name great. the next day, either. That was a hilarious yeah. thing. I can That's picture it. But we had, to, we had to write our names down on a piece of paper with a phone number. You yeah. know what I mean? You actually had to go up you there. Had you, had to, you had to have some like, game. Like, you actually had yeah, to get their number, yeah. you know? But, but, you know, stop looking. Stop trying so hard. That's my thing. Stop trying yeah. so hard. The right one will come along. I, I swear. And even, even with me. There were many, 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 many boys in my life. And when I said, you know what? I'm not going to do this anymore. I don't want to play this game anymore. I don't want to just do this random thing. The next one yeah. is going to be the one. He fell into my lap. Yeah. Who would have thought? I wasn't, it wasn't, uh, it was not planned at all. I didn't go out looking for him. And like even you said, the first couple dates, you're yeah, like, exactly. I'm not even 100% sure about yeah. it. And then it, it just happened it naturally. Just, it just happened naturally. And, and like Chase and Brayden, they were friends for a year before, before I even knew she was a girl. He was, you know dating, he mean? was dating that, he was dating that Savannah. trash girl. Uh, Savannah, like whatever her. her name was. Yeah. yeah. And then even Matt and Rebecca, <laughs> Matt and Rebecca were friends in high school. Uh-huh. And that's right. They were friends that's in high right. school. And they, um, after him and Ashley broke up and all that drama, all that drama, 
they started they, friends on Facebook. Right. You know, and they started talking and what, you know, how whatever happened, happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, so mm-hmm. he was in Arizona and she was here and I met her at Starbucks because he wanted me to meet her. You know, kind of thing, and, and yeah, I mean, it was just, it was just kind of this random thing. But it, once again, it was that he was not looking for right. it whatsoever. It just happened. But it just happened. They were just friends. Absolutely, I, you I know, hundred percent agree with that. And if there's anything that you know, I really even hear like a testament to that with your story is, you know, like you said, Megan, like you know, you he wasn't your what you were looking for. He wasn't mm-hmm. the ideal partner. You guys had a lot of things that weren't, you know, in yeah. common. Um, and I think a lot of women or a lot of, not just women, I think a lot of people, not just women. I think a lot of people end up looking past a person mm-hmm. that they, that would have been the one yeah. that they think all they because want. they didn't check certain boxes yep. yeah. and they didn't 100%. realize that those boxes aren't good for them. Right. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Cause so. every, yes, I a hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. And I think, I think that's why it is harder now than it was, even though, even though, because people have all their high expectations. Situationally, it may have been more difficult for us because we didn't have all of the avenues that you guys have. Right. I think it's harder for you guys now than it was for us. Okay, I agree. And I, 100% I think that. Yeah, I and agree. I, but, but, and for a lot of the reasons we talked about today. Yeah. You know, but a big one is that stupid list. Uh, you know, people don't want you'll to go know when that box. you know. Yeah. That's all. That's my. You will know when you know. You got to stop thinking, love. You yep. just got to. You just got to let, gotta it, gotta happen. let it happen. Absolutely. I feel like you have to have that aspect of like that look on life about everything. Step outside your box. Because mm-hmm. like when I was younger, before relationships, clothing wise, my mom would always tell me, try stuff out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. You never know what you're gonna like. Right. And I feel like that applies to like everything mm-hmm. in life. Like, don't limit yourself to no. what you're doing. Nope, I'm buying a farm in South Dakota. I never yeah. thought you'd buy a farm. Oh, we've been talking about it for years. I know you have, but, but like... But we literally went to go visit Chase. Mm-hmm. And because I was off because of my shoulder I said, well, let's just go out and meet Ch- right. visit Chase time. for a couple of weeks. And then Chase says, well, you know what? You want to meet my friend Cody? He's a realtor. You want to look at some properties? And I'm like, okay. And this property wasn't even on our list to go look at. Mm-hmm. But it just happened to pop up on my phone the day we, and it was in between two houses we were going to look at. And we went and looked, and it just, it was kind of like this whole, and it was like, holy shit, are we actually, are we actually doing this kind of thing? And we put an offer in. They wanted us to raise it. We said no. So we backed out. We said, nope, we're not going to do it. This is what we want. And then a week later, we come home and they call it. My realtor calls me and says, Hey, if you still want the house, it's yours at the price you, you offered. And I'm like, Love it. Holy shit, what do I do now? Yeah. And I called Shane. I said, What do we do? Because I was, you know, it, it, and he's all, Well, if we don't do it now, we're never going to do it. Right. And we're going to be stuck in California forever and we don't want to be here. There you go. So, you got to take that you know, leap. We got, yeah. and, and it's very scary. Trust me, I'm scared to death. <laughs> you know, I know. I, there's, for, for someone, that's a whole nother oh, conversation. Oh, trust me, I get it. I, I've, lived in, I've lived in five different states, yeah. so I, I completely understand. Yeah. So, um, no, absolutely. Guys, stop looking for love. Yeah. Let it come to you. Betsy, I thank you so much for Anytime. coming on this episode. This was and really fun. fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm really glad fun. you came on. I am so glad that I got to do this. I'll totally do it again. Find another subject. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? I appreciate your perspective and your insight. And I think, you know, for anybody who's watching this, I think they're going to learn a lot. Listen to your mamas. Listen to your daddies. They we, have they, good advice. Exactly. Yeah. They, weren't, they, they weren't in the kitchen. I promise you. They was doing everything that <laughs> yeah. you're doing now. So 
Um, and then everybody who's watching this, once again, thank you for, for tuning in, um, regardless of where you're watching it from, whether it's YouTube and we, uh, you know, plan on hitting other streaming services very, very soon here, Spotify, Apple, Google, all those things. Uh, but go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Also hit a like and then the bell to get notifications for any time we post anything. We also post a lot of clips and a lot of surveys on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook. So follow the links below so that way you can keep up with everything that's going on. Because if you want your perspectives and your stories to be shared on our podcast, you want to be there. So, uh, And then next week, we have a very interesting topic to talk about, right? Yeah, we're going to be talking about platonic friendships and are they possible in 2022? And which, I think we we will a, dis- which we will discuss next week. No, we will not give any opinions away. Well, no, no, well, not then- opinions, but I think we're going to play a game, too. And you, you guys want to be there, because it's going to be pretty... It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting, for sure. So, thank you once again for watching, and y'all have a good night. Bye!